the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello, everyone. Once again, it's excitement whenever we are in God's presence and get to recognize and realize that any time we come to you, we're in God's presence. Really, everywhere we go, we can never uh, hide from God's presence, go away from God's presence. So it's always has to be an exciting time. And so Isaiah 61 brings you excitement and from the throne room of grace. Um, last week, we started with Bill Steer uh, on the subject, The Next Great Awakening. Um, so we we explored a little bit about his background and how God has used him. And now The Next Great Awakening, um, was what his prophetic insights are. Um, and if you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to go back and listen to last week's um, podcast. And you can reach our podcast at am980demission.com. Go to the podcast and look for Isaiah 61. Welcome back, Bill Steer. Thank you. And you, um, all the way from Grand Rapids, Michigan, and God has... Um, use you across the globe and uh, we're, we're talking about the next great awakening and how God is truly working to get our attention right yes yes he's working to get our attention um, to bring us to where we need to be um, now the next great awakening um, salt and light right to yes. impact um, what else well, I think one of the uh, things, and again, it comes out of my personal experience, but I know that my personal experience is not just unique. Um, every revival, every great awakening, including this next great awakening, starts from moments, individual moments of humility before God. Yes. And it starts with an awareness of our need for him and all the ways that we've missed the mark, which is just another word for sin. And it's not about the things that we think, the behavior codes or this or that. It's in our heart we've missed the mark of walking with him. And the Holy Spirit is faithful, and he is gentle but yet firm sometimes to pull back the curtains and reveal our need to us. And then we're given the option in our own personal hunger to respond to him. And then when he says, hey, I don't want to just do it with you, Bill. I want to do it across my family. Mm, yes. And when that happenings happens, there's an awakening that happens in people's hearts and lives. Uh, again, I, I feel it's um, 
important not to reduce revival or great awakenings or whatever to church meetings. It's more important to see it as heart awakenings, and then those are shared. And as our heart comes alive, then we begin to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. And uh, somebody described it this way, cooperating with the Holy Spirit is like like a dance where the Holy Spirit is leading and we are following mm-hmm. yes. and we're moving together and to what the the music is that the Father has determined and is playing. And when that happens, then all of a sudden we find ourselves free from trying to make something happen to resting and walking in what God himself is doing. And then all of a sudden, signs and wonders, yes, prophetic things happening, words of wisdom, words of knowledge. And it happens not just in a church service, but it happens, again, like when you're in Walmart or you're um, walking through the neighborhood and God has several times said, I want you to stop and pray for this person for healing. And you know, I, mm. I mean, I can't even believe that I fell into this trap. I'd go to the store. I'm so busy. I got my list. I got to get things done, and then I got to get on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Instead of the Holy Spirit whispering, "Hey, stop and pray for this person. They need some help." Mm-hmm. So my brother-in-law and I were uh, uh, working on a project, and we went through um, the drive-through at a McDonald's, and all of a sudden, my brother-in-law. Uh, who's a pastor as well, and uh, he goes to the gal that was at the window there, and he says, are you hurting? And she said, yes. She's in the middle of a major cancer battle. So we stop, and we pray for her. And then we see her two weeks later, uh, after she's had a surgery. I was probably more like three weeks later. How are you doing? I'm still in pain, but God is really helping me. Praise God. You know, you just, the more that happens amongst all of us who have the Holy Spirit within us, not just somebody who has Rev in front of their name, uh, but all of us coming alive and waking up. That's why I love Isaiah 52. And yes. so I'm just, just going to read it real quick. Uh, this is New King James. It says, Awake, awake. Put on your strength, O Zion. So that's you and me now. And put on your beautiful garments, the garments of salvation, O Jerusalem, the holy city. We who are set aside to be his city. Uh, And then in verse 2 it says, Shake yourself from the dust. In the Old Testament, the picture of dust was the stuff that we accumulate on a daily basis we need to be washed from and hurts angers frustrations irritations you name it and then he says uh uh, i love uh, loose yourself from the bonds of your neck uh new american standard says from the chains around your neck and so there's a lot that god says okay you come to me and realize this that you've got to wake up when i was uh a kid growing up, and my again, I shared last week about my dad. 
and my mom came into the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I, I'm in high school at that point. And he would come up the stairs in the morning singing at the top of his voice, this is the day, this is the day. Yeah. You know, and, of course, been. as a teenager, I'm going, oh, please, be quiet. I don't <laughs> want to wake up. You know, and uh, and sometimes um, we need that voice yes. saying, wake up. And waking up to what? God's purposes and plans and intentions for us all along, individually, and then as we're humbling ourselves together as a family of God. In our faith communities at Spirit of the Lord Church, I go to Gold Avenue Church because it happens to be on a street named Gold Gold. Avenue. (laughs) And uh, I believe it's a little bit prophetic. Yes. uh, Very much so. But we are alive in uh, listening to the voice of the Lord and then responding in loving obedience, not dutiful uh, religious obedience, but a yeah. heart that says, oh, yeah, oh, yes. that's what I want to do, Lord. Wow. So Now, this is, this is phenomenal because we, we're just getting blessed by such rich and deep um, insights by this humble servant of God um, who continues to seek more and to grow even deeper than he's been. Uh, now, as we talk about the next great awakening, I know God has been taking you through different encounters as well. Um, can, you, are you, can you share with us some encounters that you've had specific to this next great awakening. Yes. Um, again, this is about awakening in the individual heart first. Mm-hmm. So it's primarily tuning my heart, my mind, and my spirit, and meaning the ears of my heart, mind, and spirit to hear what he's saying. Um, and so that comes for me in a daily basis of um, reading through psalms, reading through scripture, worshiping and praising him. Of course, I love Isaiah 61. And in the middle of a deep, deep moment, I was just remembering the old chorus of put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness and uh, lift up your voice to our God. So put on the garment of praise. All of a sudden, this is how good God is. He gave me a picture of me putting on a physical cloak that was covered in colors I can't even describe and shooting out of it. Now, this may seem super strange to some people, but God speaks to us in visions, in dreams, and things like that, and uh, with shafts of like laser light, uh, not a whole lot, but just of uh, white and red, meaning salvation and purity. And as I, in my mind, I'm worshiping and praising, all of a sudden I'm physically putting on this thing and it's obscuring me in my own weakness, and it's bringing me freedom and a joy. We, st- you know, we believe we're supposed to be joyful Christians, yes. and yet we really aren't sometimes. And then if we succumb 
to all of the cultural pressure about the political turmoils and the corruption that we see, uh, it's so easy to lose sight of living and walking in a joy that is our strength. And I, I mean, again, I have to confess, I'm I'm saying that very um, uh, in a way that seems forceful because I, I believe it's true, but I struggle with that and get distracted from that. And God says, hey, hello, you're supposed to be walking in my joy. So put on the garment of praise. Yes. And uh, I could start quoting you, Isaiah 61, but I'll finish it just there. So, <laughs> Yeah, the Spirit of the Lord is upon us. Yes. He's anointed and appointed us. And you're living in such a time as this because God has need of you. The master has need of you to impact. But first, the transformation occurs in our hearts. Yes. In our hearts. Yes. And then that, man, that leads into that great outpour and awakening. I am so filled here. And we we we, we have some more to to digest, okay? So so just hang tight with us. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure that we'll give you more to to chew on now after, how does a believer right get to a place where you're manifesting the gifts that God has given you because when once God works on your heart right and he fills you with his spirit now he gives you gifts right yes um, how does a believer grow into those gifts first? And if you want to even share with us how to identify those. Well, that's, yeah, that's a, a big and a broad subject. I do believe it comes from strengthening our intimate relationship with the Lord, which is not just receiving comfort, um, but receiving what he's saying to us, that we have purpose we're not, the Christian life is not all about me and what I need. Um, prayer is not about going through my laundry list of all the things I want and need. Uh, it's about communicating with him, intimate relationship, and then out of that saying, okay, I'm tuning my heart and my ears to you, Lord. Yes. Okay, so every, wherever I go today, just like Joshua, you know, wherever you place your foot, I have given it mm-hmm. to you. So with that perspective, that faith perspective, when I, wherever I am, okay, Lord, what do you want to say through me? Uh, give, make, it, uh, make it loud and clear that uh, I'm supposed to have s- some interaction with someone. Yeah. Uh, and then... Then that takes faith, too. You want me to, I'm just using it in a general sense, but you want me to pray for this person in Walmart in the aisle? They don't know me. I don't know them. What if they don't respond well? Is this? A, and I don't want to be one of those crazy people who are pushing Jesus on other people. you know. And so people can, you know, inside those voices can hold us back. But the joy of responding in faith. Yeah. And like the example I gave in the McDonald's drive-through, um, there's nothing like that. And so, the way that we do it really is a faith obedience response. 
and realizing that I'm not waiting to be told you have a gift of this or that. That can help, mm-hmm. and, and we can be in church settings and Bible yeah. study settings, and we can learn, but I'm, I'm ready to uh, step out in faith and say, okay, Lord. Paul says he wants us all to prophesy. Yes, yes. All right, you're listening to Isaiah 61. I'm here with Bill Steer, and um, we'll be right back after this break. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Let's see, I went on Ye Old Mill, saw the Blue Ribbon winners in the art exhibition. I got my tickets for the Grandstand Show tonight, but I feel like I'm missing something. We may not be at the fair, but you can still take us with you. Download the Mission app, and we'll keep you company as you get your steps in at the great Minnesota get-together. Plus, our app is free, so you'll have extra dough for that big bucket of cookies. Just search for AM980 The Mission in the App Store. Welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is your host, Pastor Solomon Aquaka from Spirit of Lord Church. We're at 1001 Penn Avenue North, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55411. And if you want to connect with us, you can certainly connect with us on Facebook, Spirit of Lord Church-SOTLC. And um, we'll be happy to connect with you. You can also watch, sorry, listen to our podcast when you go to am980themission.com, go to podcasts and um, look for Isaiah 61. We're continuing this uh, this topic of the next Great Awakening with Bill Steer. And Bill is a minister, a servant of God uh, from Grand Rapids, Michigan, has served God in many capacities uh, from pastoring ministries to to the mission field, and um, he's he's really a kingdom-minded um, individual, and we're talking about the next great awakening. So, for the next six or so minutes, you're going to be hearing him share his hearts as to what God continues to pour in him about the next great awakening as we um, bring this um, session to an end. So, Bill, share with us. You know, some of the nuggets that God has been dealing with you that you've been able to capture, right? Mm. So that uh, the audience will be blessed as a result of what God has, you know, just downloaded in your spirit that you're sharing. One of the things that's been key is um, my wife, Anna, and I, and then me personally, have participated in some things called prophetic mentoring. And really that is about hearing the voice of the Lord, getting quiet and still 
enough inside to hear his voice, and we think that that's something we got to work up. No, God's whole desire is to talk to us, and he's speaking all the time to us. We just aren't very skilled or practiced at listening. Or we think in so many ways we're hearing what he's saying, but we discount it, and we think, no, it'll only be the Lord when it comes through, say, an official minister, uh, a vocational minister. And so God is wanting to us to break all of that down, listen to his voice. One of the, the nuggets in all of this is that I believe the Lord wants to activate that in all of us so that we're hearing his voice. Yeah. I just go back to, you know, when people first gave their lives to the Lord and they're so full of love and joy and the freedom that they've experienced, a release from their bondages and their sin, and they can't be quiet. No, no. Uh, and so more people are won to the Lord by someone who just got saved, you know, and then over a period of time, it's not that. And so we re- remind ourselves of Revelation 2 and the word to the church at Ephesus, return to your first love. Maybe that's a big component to the next great awakening is that we individually return to our first love and then we just, it bursts out of our life and we can't contain it anymore. And so we're ready to step out in faith and share with someone or pray for someone or even if we get a negative response, we just go, well, okay, they don't get it. That's okay. And we move on instead of shrinking into a shell and saying, well, I'm not going to do that again. And, uh, you know, uh, not being afraid of persecution, not being afraid of uh, things, because not everybody's ready to receive whatever we have to share. Yeah. We weren't ready to receive in so many times people's sowed and planted and even watered. And uh, so I think that's um, a part of that picture. And in prophetic mentoring, then, uh, and they kind of use the word activations, uh, letting it be activated, um, instead of just a small group within the church, I mean seeing it as across the whole church and that activation. And really our job as pastors is not to do it, our job is to train them yes, to, do it. to do it. And so how do, how do we make that happen? What structures and things do we provide so that people are hearing? Um, I, I want to interrupt uh, just something, and it's part of activating. Um, right now, there is a young mom of upper elementary age school children who is weeping and crying out and saying, I can't do this anymore. And I want to say to you, which it's not me saying, it's the heart and it's the voice of God. He knows that. He's going to bring you strength. And the things that you have felt have been impossible. Opening in your mind and heart right this moment is an understanding that he really is greater 
than the pain you're going through right at the moment. And he will set your feet on firm ground. Amen. So I don't know who that is, and I'm in a strange city, and, uh, you know, but God does that, and and it's powerful. It is. And he wants us all to enter into that. So we're at work on the shop floor, in the factory floor, and we and that's a whole interesting culture all in its own most of the time, Yeah, and uh, full of all kinds of language and you name it. Okay, now the boldness to say, okay, Lord, what do you want me to say? Well, they're going to laugh me off, and then I'll be called, oh, yeah, so-and-so got religion. (laughs) And, uh, you know, so what? You never know. And just like when Jesus walked amongst the people, there are people who didn't get it and completely missed even who he was. Yes, yes. And they were the most unlikely people who responded and said, oh, yeah, and turned their life. I, of course, I love the story of Matthew. I mean, who would pick a tax collector? <laughs> so Jesus did, right? He did. And so Jesus is calling you. He's picking you up, and he's speaking to you. Thank you, Bill Steer, for those insights, prophetic nuggets, and ministering to people. You're listening to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of Lord Church. We're excited that you joined us and we look forward to, you know, coming back to you next week, same time. Blessings to you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.